by The Way in Brea. Lead pastor Von Jarrett has a heart for the people at The Way and a desire to reach the lost. The Way's production department prays this message is a blessing to you and that you find yourself closer to God through application. You know, it's, it's very important that we... Um, are led by him when we're up here. Um, so, so um, anyway, this this whole past two weeks, as I'm trying to figure out what the Lord wants, you know, me to share. Um, about two weeks ago, um, I was outside. I was talking to Brother Patrick, and and a word came, and it was a spiritual filter, and I said, "Oh my God, that's an amazing message, and that's what I can, you know, use for the next opportunity I get." And then as I start, you know, praying or talking to God about that, um, he led me to a different, different uh, area that he wants to share today. Um, and this, is, this will all come together, but uh, it's something he personally reminded me uh, about a week and a half ago when I was on a business trip. And it was so fulfilling, the joy that he gave me um, in that moment, and I think he wants to use that to remind us the joy that he has for us uh, today and every day, actually. Um, so, the, the 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 title of the message it was, it was so awkward because it's it's just awkward. I mean, the way he you know communicates with us is interesting. I'm walking into the restroom. This is like four days ago. I'm still trying to figure out what, you know, what he wants to share. And I'm walking into the restroom, and Julie's in the bedroom, and, and the word comes to me. I'm like, what? So I walk out. I said, Julie, do you want to hear the title of my message? And she's like, yeah. And I, and I tell her, and she's like, no way. I'm like, I'm just kidding. That, there's no way that's the title of the message. So the title of the message today is, Can I Get a Witness? Amen. <laughs> Can I get a witness? I'm like, what, what, do you want me, what do you want to do with this, Lord? And um, it's special. It's it, like Ray said. I'm, I've, I'm actually excited to share with us all because um, uh, the joy that he shared with me, he reminded me uh, about a week and a half ago on my trip. Uh, we have that available to us every single day. And when we do take part in that, it's, it, there's nothing more fulfilling than that. Amen. Uh, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for being the King of kings, the Lord of lords. You are the great I am, Father God, the Prince of Peace. We are grateful for you, Lord. Lord, forgive us for our ways, Father God. We just uh, ask you to bless us with your word today. Use me as your broken vessel, Father God, and anoint the words that are shared this morning. We thank you in advance for just... Um, loving us and uh, continuing to help us 
change into your son's image, Lord. We love you. We thank you. Have your way in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right. So today we're going to be focusing on the connection between a testimony and a witness. All right. That's what we're going to focus on. So um, the definition of testimony, we'll, we'll put that up on the screen um, really quick. So it says, uh, a formal written or spoken statement, especially one given in a court of law. The second uh, definition says, a public recounting of a religious conversion or experience. It's interesting how that second definition, right, it's tied into our faith. That's the definition, a conversion um, of, of, of a religious experience, in, in, in our case, relationship. It should say, um, the biblical uh, definition, which is telling people uh, how Christ brought us from death to life, right? That's our testimony. Um, every single one of our testimonies, almost, I hope all of us in here today has a testimony. We all should have a testimony, um, especially if, you know, if we've received our salvation from the Lord. Um, and we all, you know, we all came different ways to the Lord, right? We all had different um, uh, journeys to our salvation. Um, but our testimony uh, is all actually the same. And uh, the testimony is knowing that Christ came down from heaven, died for us, and raised in resurrection for our sins. That's our testimony. That's all of our testimonies. However, we all came to that in a different way, different path, different journey, right? Um, so I want to share with you guys real quick uh, Paul's testimony, um, and it's in Acts 22. It's pretty long, but I want to go through this with you guys. So this is another brother of Christ that uh, the Bible shares with us, his testimony. Uh, Acts 22, I'll, I'll read it for you guys. Brothers and esteemed fathers, Paul said... Listen to me as I offer my defense. When they heard him speaking in their own language, the, the silence was even greater. Then Paul said, I am an Armenian born in Lebanon, in the city of Beirut. And I was brought, I'm just kidding, that's my story. So, so since Brother Ray last week, you know, start including himself into the stories of the, man, it was crazy because I'm at home. I, it says Paul, Gary, uh, Jerusalem, Lebanon, you know, and it's so amazing. I'm sure uh, how many of you guys went home this past week, read and did that? Exactly. Thank you. And it was so awesome because it's our story. This is our, our story is very similar. If we, you know, our testimony is very similar. So let me, um, let me preach the word here. When they heard him speaking in their own language, the silence was even greater. Then Paul said, I am a Jew born in Taurus, a city in Cilicia. And I was brought up and educated here in Jerusalem under Gamaliel. And as his student, I was carefully trained in our Jewish laws and customs. That reminds me too, a lot of us growing up in, you know, different churches, like, um, you know, there was these rules and laws that we learned, but 
uh, but the spirit wasn't alive there. And I think that's what, what Paul is sharing here. He was brought up and educated um, in, in the Jewish laws and customs. I, become, I became very zealous to honor God in everything I did, just like all of you today. And I persecuted followers of the way, hounding some to death, arresting both men and women, and throwing them into prison. So he is humbling himself here, and he is basically saying, I'm a murderer. Right? That's what he's saying. He was killing the people, Christians, that were following Christ and the way. The high priest and the whole council, bless you, the high priest and the whole council of elders can testify that this is so. For I received letters from them to our Jewish brothers in Damascus, authorizing me to bring the followers of the way from, the, from, from there to Jerusalem in chains to be punished. As I was on the road approaching Damascus about noon, a very bright light from heaven suddenly shone down around me. I fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to me, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Who are you, Lord? I asked, and the voice replied, I am Jesus the Nazarene, the one you are persecuting. Can't be more clear than that, right? Right? He said, I am Jesus the Nazarene. The people with me saw the light, but didn't understand the voice speaking to me. I asked, what should I do, Lord? This reminds me, when I'm reading this testimony, it reminds me exactly of my moment when I came to the Lord. Uh, when I was crying out to Him, and I knew I had no other, no other way except His way. And I, and I asked him there, I said, what should I do? What should I do? Help me with this situation. And the Lord told me, get up and go into Damascus, and there you will be told everything you are to do. I was blinded by the intense light and had to be led by the hand to Damascus by companions, by my companions. A man named uh, Ananias lived there. He was a godly man, deeply devoted to the law, and well regarded by all the Jewish of Damascus. He came and stood beside me and said, Brother Saul, regain your sight. And that very moment I could see him. Then he told me, The God of our ancestors has chosen you to know his will and to see the righteous one and hear him speak. For you are to be his witness, telling everyone what you have seen and heard. He's telling him to be a witness. Amen? Amen. Amen. Um, everything that you've seen and everything that you've heard. What are you waiting for? Get up and be baptized. How many of you guys, again, same thing here. It reminded me, when I, when I gave my life to the Lord, just... A month after, I was already being led by the Spirit to go get baptized. You know, on the other side, my wife, I was like, yes, we're going. The Spirit's leading us. I, whatever, whatever you have, whatever I need to do, lead me. Baptize, let's get baptized, right? And, um, but at the same time, I'm like, babe, I'm praying. I'm like, me and her together. Me and Julie get baptized together, you know. But that wasn't, that wasn't, that wasn't the journey for her for Julia. Julia actually had questions 
um, uh, which, is, which is valid. And she really wanted uh, to see how real Jesus was. She's, you know, been to church at that time for six months or so, and, you know, ladies are, you know, saying she, he, he speaks to me, he touches me, and I feel him, and those were the, the things that she was feeling. But um, as she continued to seek uh, the Lord one night, uh, we're at one, when we were sleeping, she was wide awake, showed up. As most of you guys know, that story, that, that, that moment showed up and said, I'm right here, standing right above her. I said, I'm right here. Do you believe now? Next morning, let's go get baptized. You know, it's, it's just uh, everyone goes through this. Amen? Amen. Everyone goes through exactly, you know, God's done this. The Spirit leads us. As we give our life to Him, He will guide us and direct us. Um, so get up and be baptized. Have your sins washed away by calling on the name of the Lord. After I returned to Jerusalem, I was praying in the temple and fell into a trance. I saw a vision of Jesus saying to me, Hurry, leave Jerusalem, for the people here won't accept your testimony about me. But Lord, I argued, they certainly know that in every synagogue I imprisoned and beat those who believed in you. And I was, a complete, I was in complete agreement when your witness, Stephen, was killed. I stood by and kept the coats they took off when they stoned him. But the Lord said to me, Go, for I will send you far away to the Gentiles. The crowd listened until Paul said that word. Then they all began to shout away with such a, with such a, oh, I'm sorry, it says, um, then they all began to shout, away with such a fellow. He isn't fit to live. So this is when he said, I'm going to the Gentiles, right? And as we know, the, 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 the Jewish, the rules are, you know, they don't hang out. They don't you know, break bread with other nations, right? So that's when the crowd, you know, the people that were listening got upset. Uh, they, yelled, they yelled, threw off their coats and tossed handfuls of dust into the air. The commander brought Paul inside and ordered him lashed with whips to make him confess his crime. He wanted to find out why the crowd had become so furious. When they tied Paul down to lash him, Paul said to the officer standing here, it is, le is it legal for you to whip a Roman citizen who hasn't even been tried? When the officer heard this, he went to the commander and asked, What are you doing? This man is a Roman citizen. So the commander went over and asked Paul, Tell me, are you a Roman citizen? Yes, I certainly am. Paul replied, I am too, the commander muttered, and it cost me plenty. Paul answered, but I'm a citizen by birth. The soldiers who were about to interrogate Paul quickly withdrew when they heard he was a Roman citizen, and the commander was frightened because he had ordered him bound and whipped. The next day, the commander ordered the leading priest into session with the Jewish high council. He wanted to find out what the trouble was all about, so he released Paul to have him stand before them. The Lord always finds a way for us. 
an, an exit for us, uh, especially when we are, um, you know, testifying and being a witness of him. Uh, as we saw here, just because of his Roman citizenship, he was able to, you know, um, be, let, be let free. Only God can turn a murderer into a messenger. Amen. Only God, only his power. A test into a testimony, a trial into a triumph, and a victim into victory. Amen? Amen. And that's what we see in Paul's life. His testimony, his witnessing of Christ across, you know, the whole side, the, all, the, all the places he traveled to. Can you just imagine how many people he brought to Christ? Amen? Amen. Jesus also testified about himself. In Luke chapter 24, verse 27, it says, Then Jesus took them through the writings of Moses and all of the prophets. So this is Christ going through the word with his disciples explaining from all the scriptures the things, confet, uh, the things concerning himself. This is Luke 24, 27. Some of those things were Deuteronomy 18, 15. Moses continued, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your fellow Israelites. You must listen to him. Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. All right then, the Lord himself will give you the sign. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Uh, Isaiah 9, 6. For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. So these are some of the testimonies that Christ uh, has testified about himself. What well, God's testimony. This was revealed to me just through the, through the preparation. Anyone know God's testimony? I'm sure we've came across it, but God's testimony is in uh, 1 John chapter 5, verse 10 and 11. This is our Father's testimony. All who believe in the Son of God know in their hearts that this testimony is true. Those who don't believe this are actually calling God a liar because they don't believe what God has testified about His Son. Verse 11, And this is what God has testified. He has given us eternal life. And, and this life is in His Son. Amen? So that is, that's our Father's testimony, that He has given us eternal life, that this place that we're walking through today is just a temporary place. We have another place to go to where we don't have to deal with any of the challenges, the struggles, and the pains that this world wants us to feel and go through. Um, so I said this earlier, you know, what, what is our testimony Right? We, heard, we heard Paul's testimony, we heard Jesus' testimony, we heard God our Father's testimony. Our testimony is all the same. Right? Uh, I mentioned earlier, it's where our Father um, sent His only Son, Jesus Christ, to this world right? and died for us on the cross and was resurrected for our, for our sins. Uh, that's, that's, that's our testimony. Right? Um, Revelation 12.11 and they have defeated him, Satan, by the blood of the Lamb and by their testimony. 
This, is, this was so good to me when I, when I received this. Um, and they did not love their lives so much that they were afraid to die. So let's think about what we're, what we're reading here. They have defeated him. We know our father is victorious. Amen? Amen. They have defeated him with his blood and our testimony. Amen? Amen. Amen. Um, are we defeating the enemy when we are not sharing our testimony? That's the question that came to mind when I read the scripture. Are we defeating the enemy when we don't share our testimony? We know Jesus died for us and he bled for us, right? But are we able to defeat the enemy in our families' lives, in our friends' lives, in our brothers' and sisters' lives out there today if we're not sharing our testimony? It says here that he was defeated by his blood and our testimony. Amen? Um, you know, I know we all have someone um, that is either a family member or a friend that we know that they don't, um, you know, they, don't, they, have, they haven't come to Christ yet. You know, I think we all know someone, either at work, at family. Uh, more recently, um, God continues to bring up a couple, which is, a, which is family to us, that I know I dearly love them, and they love me and my family. And I know that um, they, they haven't surrendered their life to Christ. And we all know that if we don't, you know, there's a place called hell where they will go. And I've been really, it's been very hard for me, and I'll, te I'll testify, for me to have the courage to speak to, them, to speak to them about Christ, about hell and heaven. It's been hard, very hard, very, very hard. I'm, and and, and the, the thing is, is fear, is that I may lose that relationship. But more recently, through this whole you know, time with the Lord, He's put this flame inside of me to say, if you really love, if you really love them, then you're going to sacrifice that relationship. And you're going to plant that seed and let the Lord do what He does. And it was so encouraging. Like I, I was telling, uh, I think Brother Ray, was it, I forgot who I was sharing, maybe... Uh, who was I sharing with? Yeah, I think it was Brother Ray. I was like, like I can't wait until that opportunity. Like, there's an opportunity next week when we're going to potentially go help them move. I want to be there, and I want to just tell them what Christ did for me. That's all I have to do. He's already did his part, right? That's what the, that's what the Scripture is telling us. He already did his part. Now it's our turn to do our part. And if we can't share that testimony that moment where Christ brought us from death to life, that restored my family, that rescued me from the addiction I was in, that allows me to be used for His glory. Like, if I can't share any of that, and I'm just coming to church, and they know I'm coming and going from church, how good is that? How, how real is, is, is Christ 
when we are just keeping him inside. So, you know, I'm, I'm encouraged, and, th- and, and it's, all, it's all, all the glory to God because through this time with him, he said, any cost, you have to, just like I did. Any cost. Amen. Just trust me. Just trust me. You know, and... Um, and this is what I also received. Your story, your testimony are the keys to their prison cell. That's the power that resides in us. That testimony, regardless of how shameful it may look to this world, regardless of how crazy it may sound, look at Paul's life. He was a murderer. And he, God used that to save the murderers, to save the Kidnappers, all these people, all these sinners, like ourselves. Amen? So we have that key to your friend's prison cell, to your uncle's prison cell, to your mother's prison cell, whoever it may be. We have the key, guys, and we just need to unleash it. And don't be afraid. God gave me that strength, and he's given you that strength today. Don't be afraid. Just do it. Just do it. If it costs you a relationship for the next 10 years, and then, and then 10 years from now, they actually come to know the Lord and call you in 10 years, because that's the faith we have, right? We believe it's going to happen. We're going to believe it's going to come to pass, even though at the beginning it's going to be tough, because, you know, they think we're just trying to brainwash them, or whatever that may be, all right? Um, when I first, before I came to the Lord, I had my good friend, which I love dearly. His name is Miguel Avalos, and he used to work with me. Some of you guys have met him. And at, you know, every so often we walk around the, the building, uh, and we were rambling about how bad our manager is, and you know how crazy he is, and how he doesn't listen to us. And then Miguel always made a point to talk about his 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 story always said, Gary, you have to give your life to the Lord. I go, bro, what are you talking about? I'm Armenian. We're the first ones who declared Christianity. This, this is the enemy, right? This is religion, right? This is what I know. This is the information I'm taught. And then he, and I always remember he put his head down, like kind of disappointed, like, you know, please, Lord, talk to him. I'm trying. I'm trying. It's come to deaf ears, and my response is completely different than what he's wanting to, to you know, hear back. And every time he would tell me, you need to go to church, you need to do this, I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. But every time he shared his testimony, how God delivered him from where he was and the generational, you know, all the, uh, the upbringings of his family and where he is today with the Lord and his family, it really did something. I remember that specifically, like, really, wow. Like, and I saw it. Not only, you know, like I saw his pictures of his families, the neighborhood he grew up in, and now he has a beautiful house, a big house, and his family is serving the Lord, and he's just in peace and joy regardless of um, everything else that's going around, you know, in our world. So there's power there. Um, This is the best part. 
So there's no power when the testimony comes with the great conviction when it's about us. So if I were to tell you I can heal you right now from anything you've got going on and I got the answers to everything, it's not the same as if we are sharing about someone else that's done the miracle in our life, right? Um, and, and this is what I experienced about a week and a half ago when I was on a business trip, um, which I'll share a, a little bit here later. But uh, just like Pastor John shared with us a couple of weeks, like John the Baptist, he's just a, we're just a pointer, right? We're just a pointer. I, we all know that we couldn't get out of the past life without the Lord. Nothing. We, I tried so many things on my addictions to, to leave it behind, to destroy it, to bury it. Never was successful. The, 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 the family I've always dreamt of, I was never able to have it back then. Right? Only through him I was able to receive all that he had for me. So if we are trying to say, oh, I did this, and this is the out, you know, outcome of this, and this and it just doesn't have the same power when we're, when we're actually you know, referring to someone else that's doing something special in our life. Because that person is now going to say, hmm, I'm, I'm, I'm going through some things. I'd like to know who that person is. I'd like to really find out if he has power, like you're, like you're, you know, like you're sharing. So our testimony is the power that resides in us. And now we're going to touch on um, witness, being a witness. Uh, if we can put up the definition of uh, witness, Isaiah, please. Thank you, sir. It says, a person who sees an event, typically a crime or accident, that takes place. A second um, definition says evidence or proof. So evidence or proof. Just like in court, right? Like when you guys, you have to witness that you saw a certain thing and actually, you know, uh, share it. There are 52 Bible verses about witnesses to Jesus Christ. Acts 1.8. Acts but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. That's our testimony. You guys see that? You see that? That's our testimony. Power resides in our testimony. Holy Spirit is the one who gives us our testimony. Amen? And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem. That's Jesus saying, you shall be witnesses. Brother Ray talked about how the Lord gives us commands. He gives us the Great Commission. He's given this command. That's a command right there. You shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem. In Brea, La Mirada, Pasadena. Again, as I was reading the scripture, Ray's voice came, and I'm starting to you know, name the cities that we live in. But that's what he's saying. You must be a witness everywhere. And to the end of the earth, to be a witness 
to Jesus is to speak and communicate the things that you have seen and heard in your life that happened because of Christ. It's the Holy Spirit who makes Jesus real to us and makes Jesus real through us. Amen? Amen. John chapter 1, verse 6 through 8. God sent a man, John the Baptist, to tell, to tell about the light so that everyone might believe because of his testimony. John himself was not the light. He was simply a witness to tell about the light. Amen? And again, same thing as I just mentioned earlier, there's more power in the testimony when it's about someone else doing the works. Just like he said here, he's saying, I'm simply, I'm nothing. I'm just a witness. It says, to tell, it, to tell about the light so that everyone might believe because of his testimony. John himself was not the light. He was simply a witness to tell about the light. There's power there. Psalms. Um, so the book of Psalms, most majority of the scriptures I found during my study was in Psalms about witnessing. Um, and as most of you guys know, the book of Psalms is, is praises or songs. Uh, majority of them were written by King Solomon. Um, so as we read these scriptures, you know, just like the song earlier we were singing, how we will uh, pray, roar. It's, it says we will roar our praises. I think it goes something like that. But you know what I'm talking about. You know, just, like, just speak out the testimony, the, the glory, um, and the praise that the Lord, the Lord has. Uh, but the, in Psalm, some of this, as we read it, you'll, you'll, you'll hear that. Or uh, see that. Uh, Psalm 71. This is uh, verse 15 and 16. I will tell everyone about your righteousness. All day long I will proclaim your saving power. All day long. Amen? Amen. Amen. Though I am not skilled with words... Yeah, all day long I will proclaim your saving power, though I am not skilled with words. I will praise your mighty deeds, O sovereign Lord. I will tell everyone that you alone are just. That's being a witness. Amen? Amen. Psalm 66, 16. Come and listen, all who fear God, and I will tell you, what he did for me. Psalms 22, 22. I will proclaim your name to my brothers and sisters, to the church and the congregation. I will proclaim your name. I will praise you among your assembled people. He's talking about the church, the body. So, to, to kind of share to you how I think the Lord wanted me to share about the power uh, of, of what He's done in our life through, our, through, the, through, the, through the testimony and 
and why it's important to be a witness of Christ and share that is um, about a week and a half ago, I was in Arizona at a, at a conference. And um, my colleague that was with me, he lives in Denver, and he has uh, three children, and he's divorced. So um, I didn't know about his children, but as we're conversating, uh, with another person at the time, he mentioned that he actually has adopted all three children. And I thought, wow, how special, how special. And two of them uh, are a, a set of twin girls from China, and he has one son who's from Vietnam. So he's adopted three children, but unfortunately their marriage didn't work and they're now separated. Um, and he's a good father. I hear him like, you know, talk to his children on the phone. Uh, he's there for them. Um, so there comes a moment. And we're sitting at a bar in a restaurant. And we're watching all these games, all these things. And we're eating. And he's sitting next to me. And there's no one around except the bartender and, and me and him. And he says, uh, I, I, I'm trying to remember exactly how the conversation started, but I mean, for, you know, when we're having conversation, when there's something good, like I'm praising God out loud. Praise God, right? Uh, uh, God is good, right? That's how us Christians speak. That's how the Holy Spirit, you know, speaks through us. And uh, so obviously to him, it was pretty obvious that I was a man of faith, uh, I was a Christian. So I forgot how the conversation started, but it was all because of, of the Lord's doing. And he said, uh, we, we, so I'm sitting like this. He's sitting like kind of like, you know, angled towards me. And we look at each other and we're like, you, you want to go there? And somehow it was, it was about... I forgot, I, I forgot what it was that sparked this conversation, but it was basically about our faith. So something happened and he said, oh yeah, like, you're, like uh, help me Lord. He said, he, like he basically under, uh, stated that he knew my, my, my faith, right? He goes, oh yeah, sure. And then I, and I turned around, and I'm like, the spirit is just like, just on fire. And, and, and I want to engage in this conversation about his salvation, right? That's all, the, that's the spirit inside of me saying, talk to him. So he looks at me and, oh, and then he starts talking about um, his father. His father is Jewish. His mother is Catholic Irish. And he is a... Science, science, scientologist. Yeah, whatever that is. Yeah, <laughs> believing in evolution, right? Evolution and the and the and the galaxies and all that stuff. And when he shared that, I was like, oh, here we go. This is gonna, you know, this is gonna get heated here. So we look at each other, and he's a nice guy. So he's like, and I said, hey, man, 
you want to go, you want to, you mind if we talk about something personal? And he looks at me, he knows what we're about to talk about. He goes, oh yeah, no, I have no, are you okay with it? I said, I'm, I'm okay with it. Let's, let's get it going. Let's get started. And, uh, and it's crazy. I'm sitting like this, and he said, now it's time to be a witness. Now it's time to share your story. And let me do my part. So right there, my body turns, bam! Now we're facing each other. It's, it's time. This is it. And then um, we talked about his marriage, why it didn't, you know, it didn't work out. Um, I don't know about his ex-wife's uh, faith, but it sounded like um, they both weren't, um, you know, Christians. Um, and uh, I shared about my testimony. His eyes went like this. Like, all the distractions that were around us were gone in that second. His eyes were like this, and he said, what? I said, overnight. Overnight. My God healed me. Overnight. What kind of healing? Is it temporary healing? I said, the next day I felt like brand new. I felt like I've never smoked in my life. I've never done any drugs in my life. I'm now a new husband, a new father. Overnight. He says, you didn't have any withdrawals? I said, man, I, you know how many times I've tried to save my marriage, to stop what was causing my marriage to break up, the addictions, the selfishness, all the things I tried. I was always, I always failed, always failed. Until that moment when I went to my father and said, I'm done, I can't do this. I need something special. I need something almighty, powerful, that could give me the things that he always had for me. And I kid you not, his eyes open like this and I'm watching this and it was one of those moments where out-of-body experience, I'm like here now, and here's this Holy Spirit, and here's my brother Robert, and they're talking, and I'm watching this. I'm I was front row seats. I was like, get it. And you can see the compassion of the Spirit for his son. You just see it. Saying, just give me a chance. Just give me a chance. And I told him, I said, you know what? One thing came up. I said, can you explain one thing, Robert? How were we created so um, complex? How? The, the electric shock, I learned this a couple years ago on your heart, that gets your heart beating. The veins, the blood, your muscles, your tissues, your bones, your brain, your eyes, your nose. How? He had no answer. He had no answer. And it wasn't, it was a sincere question. It wasn't to uh, offend him or you know, make him like, like he doesn't know what he's talking about. It was just, please help me understand that, man. It's so complex. The son, he was talking about the son. He grew up in Chicago where they don't get too much sun. So then he moved his family because he saw what the son did for him, mentally, physically. 
So he took his family and went to Denver, where there's more sun. Like the sun, the power that it gives us, it just, it just came upon. So anyway, um, it was a special moment for me. And that moment really reminded and sparked and did something for me, not only for him, but for me, knowing that my joy, my joy, I was telling Brother Ray this morning, my joy resides in the testimony, in him. And every morning, he reminded me, this morning, when we get up and pray, think about what he did. It's easy for us, it's easy for us to forget. And when we don't think about how he delivered us, Please listen, brothers and sisters. If we don't think about how he delivered us, our relationship, I've gone through this. It, it gets dry. Dry. But when we wake up and get on our knees and cry and pray and spend time and thank him for all that he's done for us, our day has, it's, it's, it's filled with his spirit. So just a reminder that we have to look back on how He's delivered us. Amen. Um, Hebrews 12, verse 1 and 2. Therefore, since we, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith. So turn to your neighbor and say you're a witness. You're a witness. You're a witness. Amen. Again, let me read it again. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily strips, trips us up. Just take a moment and just think about that. <clears throat> we are all, I hope, witnesses of Christ. And... Here, it's saying, strip off every weight, whatever that may be. Um, you know, just everything that is not of him, whatever that is, unfaithfulness, um, lust, um, lies, uh, um, ego, pride, whatever that is. He's saying, leave that behind. Take it off. Take that weight off. Take that weight off because it's slowing us down. Anxiety. It slows us down. Just take it off. And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. Endurance. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus. We do that by remembering what he's done for us and what he continues to do for us. Just like uh, Jay and Brother Junior this morning. How special. How special. Oh my God, how special. You know, when she was sharing, it was probably her first time where her, her dad wasn't right next to her, where she couldn't look and be comforted by a, a, a big, strong, <laughs> strong dad, you know? And that's, you felt that, but the Lord 
brought someone else to comfort her because she was in his will. That's so beautiful, so awesome. And, and Brooke, I'm so proud of you. I mean, you've been a blessing to this body. So proud of you. And Jay, you know, for you guys to be examples of what it is to be um, a godly uh, lady and being examples to the generations that are watching you. My daughter loves you and is watching you very carefully. And, you know, three, three years old, you know, uh, they see. So all of that that we're doing for the Lord is, is you know, 20 years from now, she'll be up here yes, amen. sharing something, you know. So it's, it's special. Um, but again, we got to keep our eyes on Christ, who is the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Again, the testimony, guys, it's, some of it is shameful. It's okay. It's okay. That's gone now. He did it for us. He's worthy of it, regardless of what it is, regardless of what we went through. Who cares what they say? What they're going to see is the power of how he delivered us. That's what they're going to see. So, and that's what we saw in our Father. Now, he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. So, all right, in closing, I am almost done here. Um, worship team, you guys want to come up? Jesus is saying, can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? That's what he's asking today. Can I get a witness? He is so worthy of it. Right? Amen? He's so worthy of it. Every day, every opportunity, he's worthy of it. We just have to share the power of Christ when he, when he delivered us from all the things, from addiction, from destruction, lust, lies, sicknesses, death. Uh, we just have to share it, <clears throat> regardless of what the people may think of us, what they may um, think of us. Um, he is worthy of it. He deserves it. He did it for us. Um, and if he did it, you know, for me seven years ago, um, he not only can do it today, but he's asking you. If there's anything today he can help you with, help us with. Um, Hebrews 13.8, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. We have to remember the word forever, too, because he's always willing to help us um, with that testimony, with that story, or with that struggle, that season, whatever it is. He's forever going to be there for us. Until we make it home, he's going to be there to tell us, I'm here. Just come to me, son, daughter, and let me heal you. Let me help you. Let me help you see like I see. Um, everything that we heard today, uh, brothers and sisters, is to say this. We can't keep our testimony to ourselves. Amen. 
All this today is God wants to tell us we cannot keep our testimonies to ourselves. By doing that, we're only serving ourselves. Really, the power is not being ex released, exposed. We must share and unleash the power of our testimony by being a witness of Christ and sharing our testimony to serve others just like he did. We share the testimony for his lost children, our lost brothers and sisters. That's the purpose of that testimony. Yes, it is special to each one of us, but it's meant for the next person that he's called. And for me, a week and a half ago, there was my brother Robert, right? And I believe that seed is going to be watered and he is going to know Christ. He is going to search the scriptures to say, what power, what did, how did he get through that? How did he get through that? I wasn't able to get through it, right? And especially for him. So we just have to re remember that. Um, and again, the one thing I also received through this is uh, there's so much joy. I hope you guys can see it in our testimony. When you look back and think about that moment where he pulled us out from that ugly place, there's so much joy there. It was, it was hard, but at the same time, so much joy. Like, thank you, God, now I get to be the husband that you've called me to be. Be the father that, I, that I've always dreamt of. And, and actually have joy and peace versus, you know, living in this world and, be, you know, dealing with all the stuff that uh, this world or the enemy is trying to um, imprison us. Um, Matthew 20, 28. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. Again, Christ is also reminding us here, it's not for us. Yes, he did it for us, but it's for we have to serve. We have to serve by being a witness and sharing that special deliverance, that story that we all have. We all have that special story. Amen? Amen? Amen. Now, uh, this is the last thing in our altar call today is again, if you don't have that testimony, um, I know for a fact, if you don't have that testimony, you really there's nothing to witness. And we all go through something. We've all gone through something. We all go through something. And um, I just want to give you guys the opportunity, whoever that may be, um, let's, let's, let's bow our heads and close our eyes. If that's you, if you don't have that testimony, if you're struggling with anything, whatever it may be, the same God that delivered me with his almighty power that was able to save my family and save my life from addiction, from death, is also here and is your father and is saying, I'm here. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna share your story. I wanna create your story with his almighty power and his love and his grace. If that's you this morning, Everyone's uh, heads are down, eyes, uh, eyes are closed. Just um, 
Raise your hand if that's you, if you, if you want to have that story to be able to witness him. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. All right. Well, the altars are open. Communion is open. And I uh, just encourage you guys uh, to just, re just every morning think about how he delivered us and use that power to share it with our brothers and sisters in the world. Amen? Amen. Amen. our church at 451 West Lambert Road, Suite 204 in the city of Brea. Our service times are Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. For more information, please visit our website at www.thewaybrea.com or you can download our church app by visiting your app store and searching The Way Brea. Be blessed.